T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Final hour of the big show, solo show today, solo tomorrow, 9 to 11, the Maryland and NC State. Tonight we got Maryland at UMBC. Shout out to the Retrievers. That's where my son scored 1,048 points at the Division I level. Documented. Cody Joyce, go look it up. College basketball reference. Um, to my man Jason Dustin, Chris is in Ohio. <laughs> Jason, an avid fan of the show. Where is Chris? He's in Ohio. He didn't want to be here today. He said, Pete, go solo so I can drive to Ohio out there on Route 70. Hope it's not snowing out there at the higher elevations. That's a pretty dangerous drive at this time of the year from this area if you don't time it right. Let's ride. That's right. Let's ride, Russ. If it gets snowy, if it gets – I mean, you get up in that 2,800-foot elevation out there in western Maryland and West Virginia and Pennsylvania, that gets a little dicey out there if you're not an experienced driver. I thrive on that stuff. I'm going to Hamilton, New York for my birthday next Thursday. Not because I want to. Last thing I want to be doing is driving up I-81 on my birthday, but I got a basketball game. The show must go on. And it's going to be a good one, too, with Navy and Colgate, two top contenders in the Patriot League next week. My guy Robert's in Annapolis. He starts us off this hour. What's up, Robert? All right. Well, Happy New Year, and, of course, Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and uh, all the listeners. Um, A quick question for you. Do you know Eric Braden's real name? Come on, man. I'm the world's biggest Eric Braden fan. That would be Hans Gutekast. Yes. Before your time... He played an Africa Corps officer in a show called Rapid Troll. Oh, yeah. You may have caught it on a repeat sure. years later, but anyhow, very good. All right, on the Heineke Wentz. Uh, by the way, has there ever been an NFL team that uh, through decades has had more quarterback controversies than that team? I'm telling you, it seems like going all the way back to Sonny and Billy and all through the others, it's always been that issue going on. But anyhow... Uh, They would have been fine. The commanders would have been fine against the Browns with either of them at quarterback. The Browns, I think, have pretty much bagged it in for the year. But it's probably the Cowboys game that the coaching staff may be uh, focusing on because they know that they're going to probably have to score more points than they've been getting out of Heineke. You know, nice story, but as a quarterback, he's a road to mediocrity despite the defense attorney's comments earlier uh you know he's started 25 games 12 12 and 1 the team is in those games if he did another 25 it'd be pretty much about the same thing so i think they're just taking the chance 
that Wentz can uh, can get them over the the scoring hump a little bit and uh, very well get in the playoffs and then and then go from there. And I'll close out with this: Do you see which game the network shifted to prime time on Sunday night? Well, that's a great rivalry. I'd put it I'd put it in prime time too. Give me a lot of eyeballs on it. No yeah, doubt about even it. though it doesn't have the meaning this year that it typically does, of course, the Ravens have already secured a spot. I don't know how far they'll go. Steelers are still alive. I don't think they'll make it. But still, that's high-octane NFL entertainment, and that's why they do that. So no doubt. Good luck to you. Thanks, Robert. And by the way, your solo show, much smoother run. <laughs> your- Stop. Stop I, it, I, I Robert. Others would agree. I say others will agree your show moves much smoother Solo. That's all I can Next say. And by the way, I'm glad you had nice weather for your game. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Yes, we were in Annapolis. Good weather yesterday for the Military Bowl. No doubt about it. Good outing. Duke Blue Devils. Mike Elko. Keep an eye on them going into next year. They got a great young signal caller in Riley Leonard. Not eligible to be drafted yet, but it's. I mean, the ACC next year with him and Drake May. Look out. Let's go down to Norfolk. That's where I used to run the score thirteen ten in the mid nineties on Independence Boulevard. What's up, Paulie? Paulie's gone to L-T- sleep. There you go. L to the W, man. L to the W, man. Rufio. <laughs> you never sound better. <laughs> <laughs> never sound better, That's my guy. That's not nice. F you, man. Fledgling <laughs> team. Hey, they are in the playoffs, hey, Paulie. They've won 10 games, and they're in the playoffs, though. Yeah, they they won it by default. Get out of here, man. Get out of here, bro. Hey, nothing screams screams prime time like Tyler Huntley versus Kenny Pickett. Uh, uh, 7-Eleven, 87, gas. Get out of here, high-octane, man. You, 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 man. You, man. Me and you, man. The middle of the ring, man. Me and you, man. Rufio, I swear, Rufio, you never sound better. Hey, look, man. Let me go ahead. I'm not defending Heineke, and I'm not bagging on Wentz. My quarterback is the quarterback, and I'm going to support them to win the game. But like like your caller, Daryl, said uh, uh, like six calls back. This is a coaching problem, man. And it starts with Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera picked the quarterbacks. Ron Rivera picked the offensive line. Ron Rivera picked the uh, offensive coordinator. And, and where's this team from the Philadelphia game? I haven't seen it since. You know, and, and like the, like other callers said, these Giants game, man, it proves it right there. You know, Scott Turner don't know what the hell he's doing. He wants to throw the ball. You don't have the offensive line to consistently throw the ball. And then when you realize you don't have the offensive line to consistently throw the ball, you throw in this reeky dink, shotgun, 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 running game. Did anybody in the in, in the, any fan, any Washington fan, thought that we was going to be effective running the ball out of the shotgun against the number one defense in the league? And they're not number one by smoke and mirrors. They're number one, hands down. They're physical and they're fast. So what tells you a shotgun running game was going to work against them? And he just kept trying to do it. Now, Heineke was was effective putting the ball in the air. You know what I mean? 
But you know that wasn't couldn't last for four quarters against these guys. Man, they went through one stretch in the season where they shut out. Uh, they, they gave up no points in the second half for like five, six straight games. The defense is good. And like the other caller said, we are being outcoached. You've seen that against the Giants. You've seen it against the 49ers. You know what I mean? We are being, we've seen it all year long. These players were doing what they were doing despite the coaching. Now, if Haneke has it, he missed passes and stuff like that, he has. I'm not even going to sit there and say that. You know what I mean? Does Carson Wentz have a strong arm? He does. You know what I mean? But we've seen Carson Wentz at two and four. And all this, well, he got a chance to sit on the sidelines. Listen, man, let me tell you something. You don't, you don't grow sitting on the sidelines. You don't. You grow by playing. We got two games left in this season, right? And you make a quarterback move with two games left in the season. So now you hear us divided as fans. What you think is going on in that locker room? Now they're professionals. They're going to go out there and play. But I heard, you heard Logan Thomas say yesterday. I was kind of surprised. I know that's his guy, but still. Like, come on, man. It's something about continuity and it's something about leadership. And I'll tell you what, I'd rather have leadership and a gamer out there than a guy that's trying to prove his point, than a guy who hasn't really played the whole season. And for Ron to give me this, this, this coach bull, uh, excuse me, coach BS about uh, the end of the 49ers game, or Carson looked good, he got the ball out of his hands quick. Da, 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 da. But that game was over with. Over and done. And then when there was a little inkling of chance to get back in the game, they shut it down on the two-point conversion. Like, come on, man. Like, I hope this works out. I do. That's my team. I love my team. I always gonna love my team. And speaking of that, cousin P, if you're waffling about your team, you want to root for, bro. I open the door for you. You can go join Robert up there in Annapolis. <laughs> no hard feelings. I love you. I I'm appreciate saying, you. Man, this ain't the time to be. Look, this ain't the time to be teeter-totting back and forth for who you want to root for. You know what I mean? I still look. Hail look, w, I like man. the other people. I appreciate the call, Paul. And hail to the W. I'm always gonna root for the Commanders. But when I see a guy like Mike Tomlin step up to a press conference and be an absolute pro, knock it out of the park, I'm like, that's the guy I want to go play for. That's the guy I want to. guy I want to root for. I want. I want that guy to succeed. You know that. That's what it's all about for me. That's a guy that doesn't bring cliches to the uh, to the table. You know, or guy, guy kind of chuckles at him and offers a softball question up. Mike says, "No, that's not how we operate here. That that that's that's not how we operate here. That's not how. That's not what our culture is all about." No, it, you know, none of our guys are Franco Harris. No, no, that's not that's not how it is. He's honest to the point, succinct. I love it. Back to Roberto, nine eighty. What's up, Roberto? Finally, <laughs> what's going on, Pete? You hey, doing all right? I'm doing great, pal. I'm doing great. Man, listen, I am. I'm going to give you a quick analogy uh, on 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 what's going on. It's NFL. Not for long if you keep throwing interceptions. Um, Haneke knew it was coming. I thought they were going to make the move against the Giants, to be honest with you. Um, you could have, if they'd have done it in that game, you could have supported it. You could have argued for it very efficiently. But, I mean, I think, I think Wentz, if, because he's the starting quarterback. Like it or not, Sabah, he was the starting quarterback in the beginning of the season. In this game, you don't lose your job over injury. Man, but he was going to be benched anyway. No, no, you don't know that. We don't know that. So I'm going to support the man 
because he's got a strong livelier arm. And you're right, that that ball to Dotson, if it's throw on on the run, it's it's six. Period. And the discussion. And I have done the same thing with with Haneke playing video game. I try some certain things that he's not capable of doing it, and the results was tragic. <laughs> Plain and simple. The man is a baller. Yes, I, I, I will I will I will support him. And if they they should have done in the beginning, should have could have would have. It was to bring Howard and Haneke to, to the table and, and 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 see what's up. Since we spent twenty eight million dollars. You have to. Ron doesn't have another choice. He's got to do it. Was, but let's see what Sam got for us next year. That's all I got. <laughs> appreciate you, Roberto. I mean, look, yeah, I mean, again, here's here's my thing. We'll worry about 2023 when 2023 gets here. Okay, we got plenty of time to do that. As soon as this team is eliminated, we start working on 2023. Start examining free agent lists. Think about a strategy. What's the most cogent thing going forward? Who do you resign of your own roster? And that way you go fill the cavities either via free agency first and then the draft. Can't really start honing in on the draft until you know what you do in free agency in terms of filling the most pressing needs. Then we start developing a draft strategy based on what needs we're able to address in free agency. But that that that's to worry about when the team finally gets eliminated. As soon as the last game is over, as soon as they get eliminated from any contention, then we start worrying about that. Here's the thing that has to spice you up, though, and why why maybe they've also turned to Carson Wentz. You're facing a Cleveland team that has nothing to play for. You're hoping you can get some results out of him. But the following week, if that game still means something, and I believe it's going to, there's no chance. There's a 1% chance that you get the Lions, Packers, and Seahawks to all lose this week. 1%. Because nothing's an impossibility as we know that. So there's a 1% chance that all three of them could lose, and the Dallas game means nothing. The last two weeks, the Dallas Cowboys have given up 503 yards and 442 yards. Last week... They gave up 355 to my guy Gardner Minshew, who was going to be a grad assistant at Alabama when Mike Leach said, come play for me out here in Pullman, Washington, at Washington State. Resurrected his career. Now he's making some NFL money. Somebody may offer him starter money next year. Gardner Minshew, shorter guy, 6'1", threw for 355 against the Cowboys last week. Did you see A.J. Brown undress Mr. Diggs in the middle of the field? I saw that. Got to believe Mr. McLaurin, Mr. Dotson, Mr. Samuel, certainly capable of doing those things. If you have a quarterback that can get the ball out there, I think that's something that they're looking at as well. They're seeing opportunity out there. So that, yes, that that vaunted pass rush and that has been – so awesome under Dan Quinn. No doubt about that. But Dallas last week did get six sacks against Philadelphia. And Minshew still threw for 355. So there is opportunity. You got to take advantage of that opportunity. 
you got to take advantage of the opportunity with a guy that can consistently get the ball out there more often than not. That is the football reason that Ron and Scott are looking at. Now, will Scott dial up the right plays at the right time? Play calling is a feel. Having a feel for play calling is what makes you an elite play caller. Greatest ever I've ever seen. Paul Johnson while running the triple at Navy and Georgia Tech. He doesn't have the fancy cards. He doesn't have the laminated sheet. In fact, all he did was put his hand on the shoulder of the player and sent the play in. He won a lot of football games doing that. In the NFL, as Doc can tell you, the offensive staff that they had, every one of those guys was in lockstep, and they called the right plays at the right time. Was was Joe Theismann, Charlie Brown, Virgil C., Alvin Garrett, were they the most talented people in the NFL at that time in Super Bowl Seventeen? Of course not. But those guys made plays because Joe Gibbs knew what the hell he was doing. Joe Gibbs had a feel for just about every situation. Joe succeeded more than he failed because he had a feel for every situation. You may not you may have disagreed with it as a player, but the results you could not argue with. That's what separates the good from the great, the good from the average is the people that can put the whole package together. Yes, you make fun of Kyle Shanahan because he was the offensive coordinator of a team that was up 28-3 in a Super Bowl against New England. But you're seeing his work on display right now with Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock Purdy was a seventh-round pick. He probably wasn't a seventh-round talent. He's a solid quarterback. Played a lot of football at Iowa State over four years. So it's not like he's some neophyte taking over that has only played like a handful of games like a Mitchell Trubisky did. Mitchell Trubisky parlayed a good year at North Carolina into being a top 10 pick. And, you know, this is a guy in Purdy that's played a lot of football. Kyle Shanahan's taking advantage of it. A lot of tape to see. There's a lot of tape to see on Brock Purdy. So they knew exactly who they were drafting when they did that. And right now it's working out for them because they have an incredible defense that seems to make few mistakes. But when you do get them, when you get them to make a mistake, like Washington did on that first drive, you know, Dotson's got, I know the ball is a bad ball, but Dotson's still got to catch the ball. So you got two guys that are at fault there. Quarterback being a little late on the ball, underthrown, and then the receiver still not catching it after the DB basically spins himself around like a top. Dotson catches the ball. He's still probably going to be able to run for a touchdown. Those plays are out there once or twice a game. You have to hit them when they present themselves. It's, it's one of the reasons why scoring is down. Teams don't have the quarterback play right now around the league to do that consistently. Think about what Miami's going through this week. You know, they're, they're fighting for their playoff lives, and now they lose Tua. He's definitely not going to play this week. Might, might, might not play the following week. They're battling with a team that's also fighting for you know, the bottom of the end of the playoff spectrum there with New England this week. I mean, we couldn't say enough good things about Mike McDaniel early in the season. Has that changed who Mike McDaniel is as a football coach right now? I mean, that probably not. Still calls good stuff. Here, we have Tyreek Hill. We're going to throw the football to him. My God, you're a genius. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to throw the ball to Tyreek Hill. Realize, oh, every time I throw it to him, he might run for a touchdown. 
Oh, we got Jalen Waddle too? Okay, let's throw it to him. He might run for a touchdown. So you can you can have the greatest game plan. You can have great players. But if you don't have people capable of getting it to those playmakers, you're hosed. This is a simple game sometimes, folks. It's a simple game. The only people that complicate it are sometimes the coaches who overthink it and sometimes the players that don't focus on it. But, but football is real simple. We block, we tackle, we try to run by you, and we try to score touchdowns. It's a real simple game. It's played by great athletes, great men. 1,500 of the greatest athletes in the world each and every week. Unfortunately, some of those athletes are better than others. And the toughest thing to be told is you're not good enough. But again, just like we talked about earlier, one quarterback in Heineke handled it like a man yesterday, and the other one didn't. That's still a guy you want on your team. And you know what? Something happens to Carson Wentz this week. Miles Garrett sticks the ride L right in Carson Wentz's ribs, wrist, shoulder. Taylor Heineke's going to run his ass out on the field and be ready to play and contribute for that football team. Jared Stidham gets hurt for Vegas this week. Derek Carr is not going to be there. 301-230-0980. That's how you get us here. Final hour of the program. Doc Walker up next. Burgundy and gold today at the top of the hour right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we've got our Dumb Dumb of the Day. The last couple of days, this has been pretty interesting. Matt sends me the dumb dumb of the day since Russell's not here. And my general email is a Yahoo email, my non-company email. And the last two days, it's gone to spam for some reason instead of the regular email. Matt's emails usually come up in the regular email. All right. What's interesting to note, I never look at the spam. I just automatically uh, delete it, which is probably a mistake. There's probably, I'm sure ESPN's email in there seeing if I'm interested in doing some softball in the spring or something is is in that spam, and I probably deleted it. Um, but it is interesting to see the things that end up in your email, in your spam folder. Like, I got an email from this outfit in Rhode Island 
We have the following machines for sale. A 2018 John Deere excavator with 2,500 hours, $150,000. I mean, I know I live in southern Anne Arundel County, but I'm not a farmer. Okay. A 2015 Caterpillar excavator, 4,200 hours, $90,000. Who the hell do they think I am? I mean, I, I sit in my house in my backyard. Um, you know, healthier and happier. Lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Male elongator. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, thank you, Dan. Happy New Year to you, my friend. You know, hot Ukraine beauty. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. If you've never looked at your spam folder, um, it will bring a chuckle to your life. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But sorry, I, I don't need any of that farm equipment. Um, you know, I barely have enough land uh, to have a riding lawnmower if I were to go that route. I don't need an excavator right now. Let's get back to your phone calls. 301-230-0980. Sweet Lou's on the line. What's up, Lou? Uh, what's up, Pete? How you doing, man? I am spectacular. Want to wish you a happy early birthday. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. But um, I just want to set the record straight. If you let me, um, I, I'm one of those people been beating up on these coaches. But I just want to say this, man. If the head of the table who's writing the check doesn't care what the outcome of the season year after year, what is the point beating up on these coaches? I mean, at the end of the day, they was hired to, to, to be a mediocre, whatever, whatever, whatever they're supposed to be. I mean, it is what it is, and let's just stop beating up on these coaches, man, because if the guy up top doesn't care what the outcome is, I, mean, I just don't think, um, you know, saying things about Ron this, Ron that, it's just not right. So I just think that uh, it's time for us to stop beating, stop beating up on these coaches and just kind of move on and accept what's going on, and hopefully we get a new owner and move on. As far as Carson go, man, you know, Sabah, you know, she, she loved, um, you know, Heineke, but at the end of the day, man, I just think that, you know, <clears throat> the guy just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it's the, I, I, I'm confused because I love Heineke too, but I just think that he just, he's missing something. I don't know what it is. I wish I knew, but it, it's just, you know, it's just not working. I mean, he had a chance to run with this team and, he couldn't, so, you know, we're in a position that we can't, you know, right now, it's like you either win or go home situation, so, um, yeah, man, it's, it's a tough situation, but I think Carson Wentz be the starting quarterback next season. That's what I want. I don't want nobody else but him and to come back and, and give him a full season and and see how he does uh, uh, with, a, uh, hopefully, with a new coaching staff, because I don't know, man, I just, you know, I'm fed up with these coaching staff, but you know, I just want to move on and bring in a new ownership and uh, hire Sean Payton. That'd be uh, one of my, you know, one of my, one of my coaches that um, I would be looking into because he could, you know, use some of the talent. I mean, he, we've seen it in, in, in New Orleans that uh, he's done a hell of a job and won a Super Bowl there with, you know, some of these uh, players that he had, Drew, um, you know, some of the receivers that he had. So that's that's what I wanted to say, man. I appreciate you taking my Thanks, call. Thanks, Lou. Yeah. Appreciate it. Not, not only that. Sean Payton did it with a short quarterback who didn't have a shotgun for an arm. I mean, it doesn't that describe Taylor Heineke for what that's worth? Just throwing that out there for you Heineke supporters. Breeze was not the biggest guy, didn't have the biggest arm. In fact, toward the end of his career, didn't have much of an arm left. Let's go to Ron. What's up, Ron? You said it, brother. Drew Breeze. Drew Breeze 
was all that. And he deserved it. But it was coaching, man. Nothing but coaching. I mean, I, I'm not a huge Taylor fan, but, you know, I like the guy, that moxie and everything. I don't know if that was real or not. Um, but, you know, Taylor just didn't do everything that he could have done. He had plenty of opportunities to make a play. Plenty of opportunities. And, you know, if you don't complain to the coach saying, hey, these plays right here aren't working for me, then, I mean, what are we going to do? We got to make a change for somebody that's going to say that those plays are working for him or the only other guy we got, which we paid $28 million for. We better, I guess we better give him a shot since we believed in him to bring him here, you know. But like you said, Pete, and you're doing a great job too by yourself. Um, Wentz could get hurt, easily get hurt, and Taylor will be right back out on that field. I just hope that he plays like he did the first game he played in the playoffs against Tampa Bay. He put it all out on the table. He was scrambling. He was running, all that. We haven't seen much of that in those other in these other games, every every blue moon. But you can't put your best skill or your best talents out there every blue moon. You need to put it out there every game in the NFL. Like Roberto said, not for long, baby. That's right. No doubt I'm about out. it. Appreciate the call. I mean, think about it, though. I mean, Taylor sees – look, there's going to be a bump in salary, whether it's here or somewhere else. You know, Taylor Heineke, in some respects, is probably making some business decisions in terms of – when to want and when not to. I also believe that this staff told him, look, when Wentz wasn't available, we can't afford to lose you. We don't want to put a quarterback that's as green as grass into football games that mean something for us, even though San Francisco has done it with no issue with Purdy so far. But that's because he's got stifling defense to also support, make it a little bit easier on Kyle Shanahan in terms of what he's game planning. By the way, they beat you without Debo Samuel this past week. That had to, you know, kind of be a knife in the liver as well. So give him a lot of credit. Let's go out to Roy in Brunswick. What's up, Roy? Hey, Pete. Awesome show as always, my friend. Good morning. Appreciate you, pal. Um, real quick, Dan does want to win. He's just too dumb to know how. I mean, as an Oriole fan, Dan spends every dollar that he can. And, you know, even going back to when the Moros blew the whistle on him trying to swindle out some more money. So, I mean, he's he's tried to halfway give the keys to the Shanahan's and now to the Rivera's. He just can't fully get out of his own way. But it's it should be noted that the man spends every single dollar he's allowed to try to win, and he wants to win. He's just too dumb to do it. But um, with regards to – I mean, I, I'm probably the Sabah of, of Wentz because um, it's, it's common sense. Like, Wentz played when this team was at its worst. It was a top-five sieve of a defense. Robinson – uh, got shot and wasn't available, and they didn't trust Gibson because uh, he fumbled in preseason, and so they didn't pound the ball like they would have. And Rouillet got hurt week two, like he's you know, like you said. So the line was juggled. But um, you look at that throw to Samuel. He stands in in the pocket as trash is at his feet. You know he's getting hit, and he and he throws a strike. And Taylor can't do that. And our tackles are dinged up, and we're getting all this edge pressure. And every time that Taylor throws, it's at a shotgun, and he's backpedaling. And for Wentz to be able to just stand up at 6'5 and throw the ball, I think they saw that throw and were like, that's what we need. That'll help us win games. And you can't spend $28 million on a guy 
when he, and then he gets hurt. He didn't get benched like we talked about before, and then let a, a backup quarterback hold the team hostage because the locker room likes him. If Ron's such a player coach and the players will run through a, a brick wall for him and all that other cliche stuff, then he then the players should blindly trust him that he's doing the best thing for the team because they've already showed that they don't die on the hill with their players in order to prove that they were right because they got rid of Collins, they got rid of William Jackson, uh, they moved multiple uh, pieces around on defense with uh, St. Juice and, and Fuller and things like that. So when they see that they're wrong, they own it and correct it. So it's not like they're just dying on that windsill to show that they didn't blow $28 million. They genuinely believe that he's the best option. And, you know, Wentz and Ertz terrorize the league. With a healthy Logan Thomas and a good running game, we should win this game against the Browns. The only thing that scares me is that when you go up against a team like this with nothing to lose, that's when you start getting, like, the unnecessary fourth and five go for it, yeah. uh, like on the 48, you know, or you get the trick plays or the gadget plays that you just want to see, like, hey, we've been wanting to run this. Why not this week? We're not playing for anything. I, I talked so I about, think- yeah, I mean, Roy, I talked about that yesterday, and, and that's a team that comes in and plays unorthodox, goes for it a lot, trick plays, you know, they're just kind of freewheeling it and having fun. And if they hit on a couple of them, all of a sudden you're back on your heels early in the game. This is the game where you got to start fast. You got to get them down. If you get them down, you probably have a chance to keep them down in a game like this. But if you let them linger and have life, those dudes compete. I think that's one of the biggest misnomers in the league. You, you bring the uniform out, you put it on every Sunday. There's so many limited opportunities. Every day you're playing to keep your job. Every day you're playing to make more money. So every time you're out there, you have an opportunity to, you know, do more for yourself and your family. You can also do some embarrassing things if you're not focused. That costs you money. So don't think the Browns are just going to come in here and lay down right away. They're going to play hard. If you get them down a little bit, then then maybe you can change the narrative on them. But Cleveland's going to get on that plane. They're going to come here and they're going to look to win the football game because that's what professionals do. It's what competitors do. I don't care if I'm compete. Look, my grandfather kicked my rear end in chess for years. Okay. I, I darn near didn't beat him. And I swear to this day, he probably let me beat him. So I beat him at least once before he died. I beat him one time. He had to contribute to his demise. Good teams have to contribute to their demise more often than not for you to beat them. And when they open the door, you've got to go in. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Pete, how are you? I'm awesome. Uh, back to your quick uh, point about youth coaching. The best thing I ever heard from a youth coach was my daughter, freshman year of high school, playing lacrosse. We go to meet the coach night. Nobody's allowed to question me about playing time. You're not at practice every day, so don't email me. <laughs> it doesn't stop parents from doing it, believe me. I've seen nope. it, but you're right. Uh, I know. I know, but that that was the greatest thing I've ever heard. So, I had a UNC plus thirteen last night. That Ooh. that line seemed way back to me. That was so. a terrible line. If Drake May doesn't yeah. play, I understand it. But Drake May's right. playing in a game, and you know what? That was probably three quarters of the best defense North Carolina's played all year. And then their corners decided to uh, commit pass interference. You know, like they were stealing candy from Seven Eleven. It was, it was a, it was an epidemic. I think it was like three or four. I know it was at least three, if not four, in the fourth quarter alone on those two drives that allowed Oregon to come back and win the game. The best part was the kicker donking the extra point off yeah. of the upright, and it went through to win twenty eight twenty seven. Yeah, I saw that thirteen. I was like, oh, I'm going to be all over that. And uh, 
a quick shout-out, RIP. Thank God we have the last Thursday night football game tonight. Don't have to worry about that for the rest of the season. And uh, another shout-out, I'll give Sabah a shout-out. I love her passion. You know, she she really believes in what she believes in. And um, it's going to be interesting to see what the future holds for Mr. Heineke, definitely. All right, appreciate you, man. 301-230-0980. Let's get to Derek in Capitol Heights. We've got three more to get in here before we get to the training. Go ahead, Derek. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Um, a couple of things. Uh, a caller said that um, Sabad doesn't know football. Though, if you, if you put aside the comments about Heineke and actually listen to what she says, she knows a lot about football. I'll definitely give her that. Um, number two, I think you you may have said you like uh, Derek Carr, and I did as well, but what he just did was shocking. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, Derek, that's what I said. I mean, if I interview him in the offseason for a job, he better have the right answer as to what happened here. And, I, I mean, eventually eventually, I'm sure we'll hear from him and what that is, but if, uh, look – I don't care how bad it's getting. If I got to stand right next to Josh McDaniels and look at him every time he calls a play and it goes nowhere, going, hmm, 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 maybe it's you. Maybe it's not me. I'd sit there and do it because at least Taylor Heineke faced the music yesterday and he'll be there if Carson Wentz has a problem on Sunday for Washington if they need him. And and Carr won't be there for the Raiders if Stidham has an issue this week. Absolutely. Um, because I was kind of looking at him possibly coming here, but once I seen that, I'm I'm leaning towards I don't want no parts of it. I don't care what the answer is almost. Uh but like you said, it, I need a thorough explanation. You can't just walk away from the team. You can't. Nope. One hundred percent agreement with you on that. All right, thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Hoss. Let's go to Steve in Nashville. What's up, Steve? Great show, man. Love it. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, one simple point, uh, and it's for the Sabahs who seem of the world who seem to forget that we actually do have stuff on paper. <clears throat> um, put Wentz next to Heineke, and Wentz has done something that very few humans in the world have done. As a starting quarterback in the NFL, he led a professional team to 11 wins. That is not easy to do. He did it because he's got talent. Heineke had the ability to do to lead a team to 11 wins, and best he could do was win seven and tie one. There's, there's your on-paper comparison for the Sabahs of the world. Wentz needs to play because he's got the talent to lead a team to enough wins to actually compete in our league. Well, I mean, we've seen it. That's the I mean, your your point is correct on that, Steve. The problem for all of us is when Wentz did that is such a far it's not like Wentz did that last year, though he did help his team to nine wins. Nine would be great right now uh for this team. Nine wins would get you a playoff spot. It, he's so far away from that time when he had that form. So yes, there is resume that says he has done that and has that ability. The problem is because of various injuries now that he has suffered through the years, which I think has then led to some of, you know, some mental challenges about the game for him at times as well. 
that's put him in a predicament where he hasn't played his best football. Maybe Ron's showing some confidence and saying, hey, man, we're coming back to you. We believe in you. We need you to go win these two games for us. Maybe we'll get the best of Carson Wentz for a couple of weeks. Certainly has no excuses. He's got the people around him to get it done. There's no doubt about that. Johnny in D.C. gets the last word today. What's up, Johnny? How you guys doing today? Spectacular, man. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I don't know. I, I love my team. I hate my fan base. Uh, <laughs> it's just a double edge. It's a double edge. So you have to, you have to look at this situation and say, okay, well, if you don't like Scott Turner, you don't like what he's done. He did change the offense for Taylor Heineke, that which allowed us to win those games. If he would have sent Taylor Heineke out there throwing the ball 40 times a game like he did with Wentz, we wouldn't have won any of those games that we won. So some of the, a lot of these things do stop it start and stop with coaching. We have to see how he's going to coach with Wentz, how he's going to call the game with Wentz, if he's going to call the game the same like he did with Taylor Heineke, which would be a run-first offense and not passing the ball 40 times. We have to see how it's going to work out. Our fan base, we go crazy over the backup guys, and we don't want to give the guys they bring in a chance. And when these things don't happen like they think it should happen, they start blaming Dan. It's like the same thing over and over and over again. Every time we've been going through this stuff, loving the backup, let's play the backup. It's too many of them to name. We had like 30 different quarterbacks play. It's just ridiculous. Our fan base needs to just relax, let it happened how it happens. If Rivera and them make bad decisions and we lose, then it's on Ron Rivera and his staff. They make, they make a lot of questionable decisions. They make a lot of questionable play calls. Then we all right, we could we could just put it on them as as what it needs to be. But for right now we need to just let the team play. All this talk about who who did what, who didn't do what, it's just it's just crazy. Our fan base likes to go crazy over these guys, and we shouldn't be holding guys to this high level without winning anything. They ain't won no championships. Everybody can be changed. Every position can be changed at any time. We won some. We win somebody's an MVP at the Super Bowl or something. Then we start talking about how they don't. They don't need to get set. But other than that, that's all I got. Johnny, appreciate the call, and uh, I think cogent points indeed. We do in this in this area. We do make much more about backups than anywhere else maybe. Remember all of the, you know, remember all of the talk earlier this year about Tim Settle. How could they let Tim Settle and Matt Ioannidis get out of here? And I love Matt Ioannidis. Don't get me wrong. Matt Ioannidis, if we need to go win a powerlifting championship, Matt Ioannidis and I are going to win. Okay? But John Ridgeway, I'm telling you right now, John Ridgeway, I know he had the penalty against Minnesota, but John Ridgeway's one of, this is a good personnel move. Cowboys had some roster issues. They tried to sneak him through waivers. Washington said, oh, no, we're going to take the big fella. Now you're equipped going forward with Ridgeway and Mathis behind Payne and Allen if you keep Duran. And if you don't keep Duran, Ridgeway probably steps in. Maybe next year is the starter, depending on how healthy Mathis is when he tries to come back from his knee injury. So, that, that all of a sudden becomes a position again where you're feeling better about where it is now than where it was at the beginning of the season. Let's take a look at what's trending. 
All right, you're tired of Major League umpires? Maybe they're tired of you as well. Ten Major League umpires, according to Jesse Rogers of ESPN, including seven crew chiefs, are set to retire at the end of the month, making it the largest turnover at that job since 1999. Well-respected crew chiefs like Ted Barrett, Greg Gibson, Tom Hallion. I love Tom Hallion. Sam Holbrook, Jerry Meals, who once threw John Smoltz out of a game. Jim Reynolds and Bill Welke are among the group to hang up their chest protectors, while Marty Foster, Paul Nowert, and Tim Timmons are also going to join them in retirement. Nope, Angel Hernandez is not on that list. Caps are home tonight against Ottawa. You'll hear that on the fan Terps and UMBC tonight right here on the Team 980. And that's what's happening on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Shout out to Damathis Jordan Hawkins. He was sensational last night. UConn is good. Very good. They're going to be a problem. Love their coach, but I hate their coach at the same time. Danny's a good coach, but he acts like a jackass on the sidelines all game long. Brother does the same thing. I think they both can coach. That's the scary thing. Um, but they, as a referee, they give it to the refs pretty good on the sideline during the course of the game. UConn's going to be around for this whole season. They got a legitimate chance to win the whole thing. Right now, let's take a look. Dumb Dumb of the Day. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. All right, it's been one of the more popular costumes of late. Anywhere you go, someone is dressed up in this vein, except a driver in Arizona probably took it a little bit too far. The Grinch. Yes, the inflatable figure of the Dr. Seuss character showed up in the car of an Arizona driver as a passenger. Yes, let me repeat that, an inflatable figure. The Arizona Department of Public Safety says a state trooper last week noticed a car in a HOV lane on Interstate 10 in Phoenix with a, quote, suspicious-looking green passenger. While the gag may have caused the officer's heart to grow, it did not stop the driver from getting cited for being in the HOV lane during a restricted time. The agency, however, could not help but post a photo of the Grinch figure with the driver's face blurred out on the Twitter account. Officials say they appreciate the festive flair, but the driver's actions were still illegal. They are urging motorists to follow traffic laws. I can guarantee you, Bob from Tempe probably passed this person on the highway and immediately called 911. I'm in the HOV lane, and this person's got a Grinch Inflated figure. You need to pull them over. Stop it. Leave that driver alone. They're just participating in the holiday spirit. By the way, you'll remember I told you at the beginning of the show about the donks that could qualify for Dumb Dumb of the Day. My guy on DC Real Time News 20 minutes ago. Somebody left their car running in the front of a freaking store, and guess what? Somebody got in the car and left with it. If they got a gun, that's one thing. But when you leave your car running and you're not in it, you're just inviting someone to come get in the car and drive away with it. Jeez me, peasy. Tough enough out there on these streets. 
But you, like I said about good teams, you contribute to your own demise when you leave your car running and you're not in it and you're just inviting somebody to come sit in your car and drive away with it. We'll do this again tomorrow. Maryland and NC State tomorrow. We've got a shorter show, 9 to 11 for Matty. I'm Pete. Doc is next. Burgundy and Gold today right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.